Oh my goodness, they're going ham. Oh my goodness, oh my damn. Oh my goodness, they're going ham. Hello everyone and welcome to the Sports Etc. Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Weintraub and I'm here along with my co-host Charlie Vogel. How are you doing today, Charlie? I'm doing pretty good, Jeremiah. How about yourself? Oh, I'm having a good day. So, uh, what are we going to be talking about today, Charlie? Uh, when are you too old to bring your glove to baseball games? Uh, we're going to be having a discussion with uh, Jeremiah's friend Brent about hockey, and we actually may talk to him right before even bring the. Do you we may, mean, we'll talk to him right do away. Do you mean Burley Brent? Burley Brent? Yes. I didn't even. Yes, Burley Brent. <laughs> And then we'll be talking about the NBA playoff predictions and the accuracy of MLB player comparisons from 2013. And, of course, what's making us mad at our current segments. All right. Well, first off, let's try to get Brent on the phone to talk hockey a little bit. I'll try calling him right now. We'll go ahead and say he's a big Lightning fan, so we'll go ahead and get that off. We'll go ahead and say that right off the bat. And Charlie, aren't you a big fan of the Penguins? I'm not, I'm, I don't follow hockey that close, but if I did have to pick one, I'm definitely a fan of the Penguins. Well, I don't really follow hockey that much either. So, Brent, this is why we got Brent, Burley Brent on here. Hello, how are we doing? Hello, there. Is, is this Burley Brent? This, this definitely is. <laughs> Well, th- welcome to the uh, Sports ETC podcast. You know I'm Jeremiah, and I'm along, and I'm uh, alongside here with Charlie Vogel. Um, w- w- what w- what are you here to talk about today, Brent? We're here to talk about some hockey. Great, great. Uh, we have a couple questions for you. First off, okay. You we you're a big Lightning fan, correct? Like we both live in Tampa or St. Pete, Tampa. Tampa area. You're a big Lightning fan, correct? Very big Lightning fan, yes. All right. And then, well, or do you think that they're going to win it all? Like, if you had to be completely unbiased, like, who, who's your Stanley Cup pick? Um, my Stanley Cup pick this year is kind of difficult to choose because there are a lot of good teams and it's a very even playing field all around, to be honest. Like the, pang- no, the Penguins are obviously superior one team. Pick, if I were to take one pick, it would probably be the... Tampa Bay Lightning. All right. Well, you know, that would, that would be great. I, I would really like yeah. that. But no, it be I'm not trying to be biased. I truly believe that they do have what it takes to win it all. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you had to pick a sleeper team who might be sliding under the radar a little bit, who people aren't talking about because, I mean, Tampa, they were in, they were in the, the Stanley Cup last year. You know, people know that they're really good. Who do you think a team that could surprise some people and and make a deep run. If you had to pick one of those, who would it be? Mm-hmm. I really think that the Islanders or definitely another team like in the bottom of the Eastern Conference could really make a difference because I feel like the Eastern Conference is really up for grabs with uh, different teams, especially in the Metropolitan Division. Mm. The Florida Panthers are a good team. They're the number one seed in the division, and really no one really sees them as a really good team, but I feel like they could really surprise some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie, uh, you had some questions for Brent. Do you want to go ahead and... Yes, I do. My name is Charlie uh, Burley Brent, and I have a few questions for you about the NHL. Uh, first of all, what is your opinion on who's the best NHL player? Like, who's just all around the best NHL player? I think it has to be Alex Ovechkin. He's the best player of this generation. He's a, he's a real goal scorer. He always uh, 
seems to always find a way to put the puck in the back of the net, and it's really, really the reason why the Capitals won uh, for the best team in the NHL this season with the most points and the most wins, and really could make a difference here in the in the playoffs coming up. The Capitals did have a pretty good record, but I mean, I think you're forgetting about one player in a in a certain uh, probably uh, Sidney Crosby, kind of the LeBron Sydney James, Crosby. Michael Jordan of uh, hockey. Sidney Crosby is definitely an impressive player, but when you look at a guy like Alex Ovechkin and the way he skates and the way he shoots, I mean, there's really no one better. But Sidney Crosby has battled some health issues throughout the throughout the years, so it's kind of hard to really cement him as the top player in the NHL. I mean, that is. I mean, Alex Ovechkin is obviously a good player, but Sidney Crosby. I mean, look at him. I mean. Just everything he does. I mean, he has a beard going on, the patchy beard all the time. I mean, he's fat. He's fast. He can shoot. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Sid the Kid. I mean, he he used to be a lot better than he was, and you have Alex Ovechkin now, who's sco- who's scoring forty goal seasons like it's nothing. I mean, the guy's just an all around scorer. And then you look at Steven Stamkos, who could definitely be up there in the best players in the NHL category. And he's just a very, very beautiful skater. The way he sits around, and he's just really just creates goal opportunities and and just wins. You know, you're you're making a lot of sense here. But how about Evgeny mm-hmm. Malkin? I mean, he's also a very good player. Who's that? Evgeny Malkin of the Pittsburgh oh, Penguins. Oh, Evgeny Malkin. He's okay. I mean, he's a, he's definitely among among the best in the league. But I definitely don't see him as being an elite player. But, he's getting but, paid like an elite player, but I don't think he really is one. Oh, but the Penguins obviously have the most talent. What, what do you we, think we about just the Penguins? That. Like as you can as you can probably tell, Charlie's a big Penguins fan just because he's yeah, a fan of everything <laughs> Pittsburgh. Like what? Are, they're just pretty bad in general. When you, just like just about every sports team in Pittsburgh, they're pretty bad, aren't they? Yes, they are. I mean. It's really hard to find a good team there. I mean, um, I guess you could have the Steelers, but... But on Bell gets hurt week 15 every year. You know, you can't rely exactly. on him. Exactly. It's hard. It's I very mean, hard. The Pirates, they lose the wild card game every year. Like, it's just... Right, right. And, uh, you it's know, just the, like a lot of potential that just doesn't pan out. I think it the problem is... I think the problem is the black and yellow. You know, that's their... That's the their black like, and yellow. I, I think that's that, definitely it. That hurts them. That hurts every sports team. Yeah, you're right. All right. Whoa. I don't agree with this at all. This is crazy. <laughs> the Penguins are obviously the best sports. They're obviously the best hockey team. I mean, Mario Lemieux, you can't deny it. Stanley Cup, they won in 2009. Sidney yeah. Crosby, Sid the Kid, he's the great on and off the ice. Even if he's on the bench, he's still just great. There's no doubt about it. Penguins are winning the I mean, world. They're I, winning I, the I've Stanley Cup. Lot, I've seen a lot better. I've seen a lot better. All right. But the I, Lightning, I just the lightning are poised for greatness. There, you think they can they they can take that next step from last year and 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 hoist the Stanley Cup? I think they can. I mean, they've won the first two games up against uh, Detroit two to zero, and and they they just finished off the first period against uh, Detroit for game three. And I, I I really believe in them. I mean, they're skating really well and they're passing really well and they're really finding a way to put the puck on the net. And other guys are really stepping up in place of Steven Stamkos and. Uh, I feel like they're really going to do well this year. Wait a minute, I have a question for you, Burley Brent. Could the Penguins beat? Could the Penguins beat the Lightning, like one on one? Do you think the Penguins could I'm beat sorry. the Lightning? They could. Could the Penguins beat the Lightning? Could the Penguins beat the Lightning? Yes. 
That would be a that would be an Easter Conference championship matchup. Yes, if it I would believe, happen. I believe that if they were to play seven games, the Lightning would win at least five of them. Oh, that's just on, that's, the Penguins had a better better record. Brent, Brent just Brent just said the that Penguins, the, 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 the Lightning would sweep the Lightning would sweep the Penguins so hard they played another game just to win oh, again. Yeah. <laughs> Simi Crosby could sit out. I mean, they do game. have the best goaltender in the league, and Ben Bishop, the two point oh six goals against average. Lund- I mean, Lundquist, there's just you just can't get by them. That's just the fact. Lundquist is obviously a better is a better defender. Than anybody in the league, he's the best. He's the be- best goalkeeper in the league. Goalie? No, no way. You have Ben Bishop has the best goals against average in the entire league, but two point oh six goals against. But I think, do you think the Rangers? Who will win this this matchup? The Penguins or the Rangers? I mean, that's what everybody cares about in the NHL, obviously, right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel like I would definitely give the nod to the Penguins against the Rangers because the Rangers are really old and slowing down. And- doesn't seem like the king really has what he has uh, what he used to have anymore. Henry Cornfist. Yeah, you, now you're making some sense here. You're making some sense here now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any? Would you like to talk? Any other things you'd like to bring up about hockey that you'd like to bring up? Or anything in general? Um, or anything in general? Anything. How about base, baseball? Anything? I'm sorry. Just anything. Like we're open to questions, or if you want to make like a little closing statement. Well, um, I just feel like uh, the NHL is going to really be exciting this year. So I feel like people who usually don't watch the NHL playoffs or people who usually just kind of tune in for the Stanley Cup, I feel like they should really watch uh, the whole playoffs because I feel like it's going to be a really exciting playoff. And I feel like it's going to be really surprising to see who goes where. And I feel like uh, a lot of new players and new stars will emerge this year. So I feel like it's going to be really exciting. Oh, wait a minute, Brent. I have, I have a few questions for you. I have two more questions for you. This is off the topic okay. subject. This is really quick. Okay. All right. Is it? Have you ever seen Jeremiah's dance moves? Have you seen them before? I have. And what do you have to say about his dance moves? I, I would say, I would say, for his stature, I would say they're very impressive. Thank you. I, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people move, but none move like Jeremiah Weintraub. <laughs> We can we can also agree on that. And uh, do you think that this is a problem Jeremiah's had recently? Do you think that because Jeremiah pooped in the pizza box that that really just screwed up a, that screwed up a lot of things for him with the ladies? Would you agree with me on that? When Jeremiah pooped in the pizza box, he told me this story. And when he pooped oh, okay. in the pizza box, did that hurt? Did that like kind of hurt his standings with some ladies? I mean, is it is he having trouble getting some girls now because of that? Oh, definitely not. If anything, it really bolstered it. I mean, I mean, it really takes a man to do something uh, among the magnitude that Jeremiah did, and I feel like the women really appreciate that. And I feel like maybe uh, not multi though. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> so it takes a man like to pick in a pizza box. I like it, it Brent. Brent. All right, Brent. Thank you very much for being okay. on our show. Hopefully, if, well, thanks for having me. If the things break right, maybe we can go to the uh, Stanley Cup parade together in Tampa. Oh, oh, I can't wait. I'm already, I'm already <laughs> making plans for it. All right, thank you. All right, goodbye. Bye. All right, Charlie. What, what's next on the agenda? That's a good question. All right, Jeremiah. When are you too old to bring your glove to an MLB game? Well, I have a little bit of story because today I attended the Rays game. 
and I sat like right on the dugout, you know, like I got I, a, some a family who was using tickets there. They couldn't go, so like they gave the tickets to me and my dad, and we went and we had a good time. But at one point, Chris Archer, who wasn't pitching, he popped out of the dugout and was ready to throw a ball. And I put my hands up, you know, like, hey, Chris, I'm ready for the ball. Throw it, throw it over here. And he and he shook me off. Like, you know, he gave me the, the old get out of the way. But the thing is, I think it's because he saw me. And he's like, oh, that's he's really big. You know, I can't. I, I want to throw it to a little kid. But, like, I'm, I'm, all, I'm like, I'm turning 17 on Friday. And I'm thinking, what's the difference between me now and me when I was seven? And there's only, like, three main differences, Charlie. And you want to hear what those differences are? Yes, I'd like to hear them. I'm interested in well, this. Well, I can lift more now. You know, I'm stronger. I can drive. And I masturbate more, you know? That's, those are the only three things that are different. <laughs> like, everything else has just, has just remained the same. Like, I, I, I'm still, like, I still, like, so I don't understand why I can't have a ball whereas, another, whereas a little kid can just because I grew a little bit, you know? I, I just don't think it's very fair. I agree with that. You know, and also, like, you know when you see, like, a, a older kid to catch a ball or maybe, like, even an adult catch a ball, you, you, you automatically, like, feel, oh, that guy has to give it to – if there's kids around him, like, he automatically has to give it to the kids or else he'll get booed or something, mm-hmm. you know? But who would appreciate a ball more? Like, a, like, I mean, you seem like maybe, like, a little kid who's, like, seven or eight would maybe appreciate it the most. But then if you give it to, like, a little girl or something or, like, something like this or, like, maybe a baby or something, they're not – they're going to lose it. They're gonna lose it. Most people are losing, but those you can guarantee that guy is gonna like who'll put it on his mantle. Like you know, I've been I, I've been thinking, and I do have a set of rules for this. And if the kid is nice about it, and I catch it on the hop, you know, like it rolls to me, like then I'll give it to them. But if I catch it in the air, you know, I caught it in the air. That's really cool. So I'm gonna keep it no matter what, because you know that's like you had trouble with that when you played baseball catching it in the air. So <laughs> if I can do it in the stands of a major league game, I'm I'm gonna keep that ball. I think. <laughs> I, I, it's that's it's, no I didn't have I had troubles at times and it was mostly because I the same thing the rules I didn't want to have to give the ball away <laughs> you didn't want to throw it <laughs> I didn't want to throw it in I mean I was thinking I was smart about it but uh but the real like say I'm 35 years old or I'm 25 years old or I'm 15 mm-hmm. when does it get a little like weird to bring your glove to, game, to baseball games I think I think Though I don't know, I really think that you're that like where I was sitting today. If there was a hot shot hit over to third base, you know, and it would have hit me. If but if I had my glove, I'd be able to protect myself a little bit. So that so I think like if you're you got to protect yourself, you know, if you're like on the foul lines, like close to the game, because if there's a, a ball hit hard, those balls come off fast. But maybe if you're out in the outfield, maybe once you're like 18 or so, maybe maybe kind of cool it with bringing the glove. So you're saying 18 and under, that's when you can start bringing your glove. Unless it's I mean, for stop, protection. It's Unless it's for protection. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're shit, you get really, you get pretty, like, seat, I mean, pretty good seats where it's a point where, like, if someone hits a hot shot, they could, it could come right at you. That's when you yeah. want to bring the glove. It's depending on where you're seating, sitting, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I can respect that. I mean, last time I think I went to a major league game with you and we uh, brought our gloves. And we were 16. I think that's fine. But another thing I was thinking about is what if it was like, it's a World Series, you're at the World Series, I think that if you get the ball, it's your ball. And I think like at the, when it comes to playoff times, like especially like a wild card game for the Pittsburgh Pirates because you know they're not making it past it, like you're allowed to punch the little kids for the ball because it's, it's the playoffs, you know. That's a very important ball. 
I agree with that. I feel like, like it's I, I don't mean run. like, run like imagine like kids. a home run, like a walk off home run, like for to, for a World Series win. If I, if it was a Mets game and I was sitting out there, I would throw a baby. If the baby was getting to the ball, I'd throw the baby on the field. I'd say, "Hey, hey, can Florida go catch?" And I'd throw the baby, and it'd be a, <laughs> and then I'd grab the ball. Because you think Conforto can catch the baby? He can catch. Wait, everything. actually, it would be the opposing team, not Conforto. If it was a walk-off yeah. home run for the maybe Mets. Maybe Conforto gets traded. What? Maybe Conforto or maybe, gets traded. I, maybe, maybe or maybe he hit the walk-off home run, and I threw the baby so far <laughs> that he caught it when he was running around in the bases, you know? When he was celebrating. <laughs> he threw it at the hotel. You, you got to think about that. <laughs> I think that's that's definitely a possibility. You can throw pretty far. I can. Especially <laughs> babies. Especially babies. <laughs> All right, Jeremiah, enough about this, this glove talk. Well, what about this NBA playoff predictions? Well, I don't know if you watched any NBA action last night or today, but I did. And I watched the Thunder game, and I watched them just absolutely trounce the Dallas Mavericks. But before I go further, they showed a stat that really surprised me. If, if, you, had to, if you had to say, who, who's this, who would you say is the sixth leading scorer in, the, in NBA history? Like, who, I'd say Dirk. I'd say Dirk, probably. But is that not surprising? Like, when they said that last night, I was so surprised. Like yeah, that's that amazing. Like I didn't even I didn't know he scored. I didn't know that he was that good for so long. That does actually surprise me. Like, like I heard that the reason I know this is because I heard this like last week they were talking about uh, Kobe Bryant and they were saying oh, the people who were behind Kobe Bryant and they said oh Dirk right behind Dirk. Yeah, and then there's Dirk. Like Michael Jordan is just ahead of him. Like Carl Malone is number two. You know, it's just like the pe- you look at people in front of him and they're just they're the best of all time. I didn't realize Dirk was that good for so long. But anyway, back number, to what I was, was saying. Number, he was number one on the uh, um, uh, That would be Will Chamberlain. Will the Still. Yes, he was. All, he was. He was. He was pretty dominant in his day. He definitely was. But back to what I was saying about the Thunder. I really. I, I saw some potential, some flashes. I saw Serge Ibaka, who I think could be a real X factor, because you know most people see him as a defensive force, but he went three for three for threes. You know, and that's pretty impressive. He was hitting um, hook shots. He was making mid-range shots. I really think that that could give the um, the Thunder a chance to win the West. Also, because you think about players with that, the athleticism, the guard Steph Curry to stay on him all game. Russell Westbrook's the top of the list in athleticism. You know, he's fast enough. He like Curry's going to score his twenty points because he's going to make some concept, some like super contested threes, but. I, th- I would say that the Thunders have as much a chance as the Spurs of beating the, the Warriors in the West. Uh, I wouldn't agree with that. I feel like the Spurs are definitely... This year, they're built, they're built for a championship run. Obviously, I think the only team that can stop the Spurs are the Warriors. Because the Spurs are such a smart team. And they Popovich, I mean, he, they'll hook at a game plan to beat any team. Even the I mean, Warriors, he, he made a game plan to beat but the Warriors. If you he think made about Curry it, look like a fool on a three-point line. But if you think about it, the Thunder, the last time the Thunder were healthy in the playoffs, and when I say health, Thunder were healthy, I just mean Westbrook and Durant were healthy. They beat the Spurs two times. Oh no, they yeah they beat the Spurs in the Western Conference Final. So I think that the the um the Thunder have the tools when they're healthy to beat anybody. With top two, with two I top five players, this is a better Spurs team too. I disagree. I mean, the, I mean, 
It, Tim Duncan's Leonard, gone. Kawhi Leonard's obviously. Kawhi Leonard's gotten better than Marcus Aldridge, but Tim Duncan's really gone down. Manu Ginobili's really gone down. Tony Parker's really gone down. I mean, the Spurs are always going to be. You're always going to say like they don't have any superstars, but I really I think that the Thunder have a good chance to win. To win that series, oh, uh, there's a chance. I mean, with two top five players, they can beat anybody. Westbrook and Durant. You think that possibly that uh, the uh, Warriors can be beat by any kind of team? I mean, is there any? Could the Rockets even win a game on them? Are they going to go sixteen and zero? They're not going to go. I think that who I think that whoever wins the Western Conference, whoever gets the Western Conference final against them, whether it's the Thunder or the Spurs are going to give them a run for their money. I think so too. And I think the Cavs can give them a run for their money when they win the East. The Cavs, if it comes, I mean, if you have a healthy Kevin Love and then Kyrie, Kyrie, then obviously I think that they could be very they're a very dominant team with all three of them. With a healthy team and Dodova, whatever. Mm -hmm. Remember what he did? Remember what he did in the playoffs? He's almost single-handedly won that game. He just, he, he just like, and as long as he's just like, he drinks some water, you know. His la- I remember last, last, uh, last year, he, he really got dehydrated and almost had to go to the hospital. He just needs to start like, he needs to drink some water and be ready for it to be uh, the sixth man coming up. <laughs> All right. All right, Jeremiah. Do you want to move on to our next su- segment? Yes. All right, I'm excited about this one. Uh, we're going to be talking about MLB player comparison. So the top prospects, I saw a list that is from made by Bleach Report, and his top prospects uh, MLB like to, got com, got compared to uh, I mean MLB players, and I was pretty interested in uh, some of some of the stuff they brought up. Want me to go on one of these lists? Yes, yes, I'm very interested. All right. So let's start it out. This, this is from 2013, and this is the top 10 prospects getting compared to a current MLB star. All right, Jameson Talion of the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's, he's still, by the way, he's still not in the major leagues. He's not made his debut yet, but he's supposed to make it sometime this June. He's had a lot of injury setbacks, but he is getting compared to Adam Wainwright because they have very similar satchers, and I mean, we don't really know about that one yet because he hasn't made it to the major leagues. Yes. Number nine, Addison Russell gets compared to Adrian Beltre. I mean, I think that... That's a little off. Yeah, I think that Addison Russell, you said? Yeah, Addison Russell. I think he's a little bit more athletic than Beltre ever was because, you know, he plays short and second. And I think Beltre always had a little bit more, has a little bit more power than him still. I don't think that's that great of a comparison. I don't think so either. And also, Addison Russell, I mean, he, I don't, he won't be as good a hitter as... Uh, Beltre yeah, and Beltre was when he Beltre started winning like all star. I'm getting all star appearances and all this stuff. He was like already the age of Addison Russell, so he was already doing this. Yeah. Our Kristen Yelich mm-hmm. gets compared to Dexter Fowler. I think he's a little bit better than Dexter Fowler. I was reading the thing about Kristen Yelich, and he's one of the most underrated players in the MLB. Did you know in his career he's only had three pop up outs, like pop up out in the infield. And he, he's been in the league for two and a half years. I think that's pretty incredible. That's really a testament to how level his swing is. He stays on top. He stays on the ball. 
I think that he's very, he he's just he's going to become a very good hitter, and he's already won a couple Gold Gloves, hasn't he? He has won one Gold Glove, but you can pretty much guarantee he won't get any more unless he plays any other place except left field, because that's Marte territory. Until McCutcheon, well, Marte will move into center soon when McCutcheon retires or leaves. <laughs> All right, so number seven, Archie Bradley who uh, he plays for the Diamondbacks, gets compared to Felix Hernandez. And this is way off already. Well, I've never even heard of Archie Bradley. And Felix Hernandez is a great great pitcher. Yeah, I mean, we can't really even do this one. I mean, Archie Bradley is, he's still younger, and he really hasn't had much success yet. Mm. He's had a lot of injury downside already. All right, so let's move on to number, number six. Miguel Sano. Gets compared to Paul Goldschmidt. Oh, I was. I'm thinking maybe hitting wise, yes, but they. I don't think Miguel Sano has nearly the base running threat or fielding threat that Paul Goldschmidt has. I think the I bat has so, potential yeah. to be as good as Goldschmidt. I think the but, power does, but not the contact. I don't think he'll hit for 300. I don't, think I don't know. I, I think he could. he could. I think he could. Yeah, I, I'd see him more as like a David Ortiz. You Number know? five. You 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 have something to say about this? Tajon Walker gets compared to Matt Harvey. Tajon Walker, he's actually pretty good. You know, he has the stuff and the arm to do it. He just he just needs to work on his control. Whereas when Matt Harvey came up, he already had the control. You know, but I think Tajon Walker he could he could develop into Matt Harvey into a Matt Harvey esque pitcher. He he could. I think so. I agree on that. Francisco Lindor gets compared to D- Dustin Pedroia. Now, this is a little interesting one. I think that Dustin Pedroia, the defense is definitely there, but Dustin Pedroia plays second base. It's kind of odd to compare him to this. But, uh, yeah, a gold, glove, a, a gold glove shortstop is much more valuable than a gold glove second baseman. Yeah. And also, I feel like the hitting is there. Though. I think that you can compare him on hitting, though. Yeah. Def- definitely Not a hitting. ton of power, but a lot of contact. Yeah. A lot of line drive. This is another one. This is number three. Xander Bogarts gets compared to Hanley Ramirez. Like, I guess I mean a young Hanley Ramirez? Uh, maybe, I guess. Young, but I don't see any kind of comparison here. I feel like that Hanley Ramirez, obviously, it's for more power, and Xander Bogarts is a much better fielder. Mm-hmm. Even in 2013, Hanley Ramirez was never a very good fielder. I don't understand what they're talking about here. I don't either. Now, this one's a little sad. Get out your tissues, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, this is, I mean, actually, this is actually kind of sad. I'm not trying to kind of mimic this. But Oscar Tavares gets compared to Robinson Cano. Wait, oh, oh yeah, he died, didn't he? <laughs> this, why are we laughing? Why is this funny? It's not Country funny. Ian. You're the one who's laughing. This, I'm just laughing. Country Ian, Country Ian has a little memorial to Oscar Tavares in his room. Does he really? He does. <laughs> I don't want to laugh. I'm sorry. He was drunk when he died, though. Yeah, it was, it was his fault, yeah, I drunk. mean. Yeah, it was, I mean. Uh, but obviously, it would not have been Robinson Cano. I mean, this list. This, He's an outfielder, wasn't he? Yeah, he was an outfielder. I mean, maybe the hitting-wise, I don't even see it. That rookie year was not very good. I'm just going to stop, all right? I'm going to stop. I respect Oscar DeVere's, and that's very sad. I don't know. It was his fault. Oh, my God. You know, he could have <laughs> he, killed other people, you know? You shouldn't drive drunk. That That's yeah, one thing the show is very against. We're against Country Ian, and we're against drunk driving. Drunk driving, yes. 
That's that's is one that's someone thing we're extremely against. Sorry. And skirt and making trades just screw people over. We're against that. Yes. But more, but we're more against drunk driving. We don't like drunk driving at all. No. <laughs> all right. What's next? We also don't like trains very much, but that's a whole another story. All right. But <laughs> all right. Uh. Byron Byron Buxton gets compared to Mike Trout. Oh, you know this little bit that we've seen of him. I just I don't know. He's been it's very not bad. close. He's been very bad. It's not close. Now before I don't think it's close either. This is kind of obviously. I mean, he has potential to be very good, but I don't think he'll have nearly as much power. But what I would like to say something real quick is that this is very interesting. What I saw that. There's, we're going down the list, and I saw this other list, and uh, there's multiple lists of this comparing. And I saw uh, Garrett Cole was on a, one of them, and Garrett Cole got compared to Steven Strasburg. But then the guy, the, the way this guy st- said about it, I'll give him a shout out. Av Wolfman Arendt was just completely idiotic. He said that that Garrett Cole was like a like like the generic version of Steven Strasburg. He said he doesn't throw as hard. He throws hard, but not as hard. He said he doesn't strike out as much batters, and he's just not, he will not, not be nearly ever as good as Steven Strasburg. He's really on to something there, I think. <laughs> but we've already accomplished that Steven Strasburg cannot stay healthy one, and Steven Strasburg is inconsistent, and Garrett Cole's already a better pitcher than Steven Strasburg. In my opinion, at least. No. In most people's opinions. How much top five Cy Young awards what? does uh, Steven Strasburg have? Top five Cy Young awards? I appreciate sure top five. Sure he has one. He may have. One. I mean, but <laughs> <laughs> Mate, wait. Cole have another one. Wait. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, here's another one. Here's another one. Travis Darno gets compared to y- Yavi Lopez. Do I know who Yavi Lopez is? I don't know. They said he had low contact, but uh, a lot of power. Man, maybe you know For Travis sure. Darno. He's gotten off to just a horrible start this year. He's really been pissing me off. He got benched is, today. Our his replacement went two for four, so you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he'll be on the block soon for the Mets. He'll be on the blocks, and the, the Mets can uh, have, give a Pilecki a try. Yeah, Pilecki. He went two for four today with a, with an RBI. You know, that is true. Against and Corey also, Kluber. Against Corey Kluber. Pilecki, uh, he has power. There's no denying the power of Pilecki. No, he doesn't. You're wrong about that. Know, Who's the one who has the power? Who's the one who has the that power? That was Anthony Wrecker. Oh. And he's the, like, he's the in the minor leagues now. Like, <laughs> He was like one for 20, but with like a monstrous home run last year. All right. Well, let's move on to our next segment. Our closing segment, I guess. What is making us mad? It's our recurring segment, of course. Every, if you're uh, listening uh, to every single episode, you would see that we do this every single episode. And Jeremiah, I know he's been angry this week. And Jeremiah, what's what have you been angry about? Dude, I've been angry about just getting surprised with surprise guests. Because there was a surprise guest today, but, you know, I, I, I had to... So I, I forgot to press record so you guys didn't get to hear him, but it really shocked me. I wasn't prepared for it. It was, it was going to be an argument, and I wasn't prepared. And I, I didn't like Charlie freaking, freaking blindsiding me like that. That's what's been pissing me off. Is that any other surprise guess, or is it just this one surprise guess in particular? 
Just any surprise guest. Any surprise guest. Can you name another occasion of when you've had a surprise guest? No. Because uh, polite people don't do it. <laughs> so you're blaming this all on me? Yes, it's your fault for not for not alerting me. I alerted you. I, I alerted you multiple weeks ago. No. But you, you didn't say Jeremiah's going to be this week. Or else I would have had some literature. <laughs> I would have studied upon the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> you would have studied upon me. I mean, maybe. So if you're list, if you're wondering what Jeremiah's talking about, you maybe next week you'll find out about this, depending mm-hmm. on what Jeremiah, what, if Jeremiah reads his literature or not. Jeremiah says probably never. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Jeremiah doesn't like getting blindsided. What's well, been getting on my nerves? Well, I mean, I, it's maybe been a pretty chill week, but I mean, I've had some stuff that's gone on my nerves this week. And one of them is, it's just, you know, it's just outright lies. I, I don't like when people just tell outright lies. Like, in particular, I was just thinking upon some things. And I, I just, this guy, you know, he said he's, he, he said, he said he could beat me in, in basket, a pig. And he, I beat him at pig. I, he said I could beat him. Well, that's not I, really a lie. It's a lie to me. That was it's just a, being that overconfident. Was, that's not a lie. You sounded like a fool right now. I <laughs> sound like a fool. You sound like a fool. I don't think I'm sounding like a fool. Well, I'm not really mad. All right, I just I, I didn't I could I didn't prepare this. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you depend on me to know what I'm mad about. But I'm really not. I mean, here's one thing I could be kind of mad about. I mean, uh, Jeremiah. I'm still. I'm, I'm like one day I went outside and I was like, man, I should. I want to jump on a trampoline. But Jeremiah freaking broke the trampoline. I could be mad about that. <laughs> Jeremiah, Jeremiah, I got one day I needed to grease up something. I like. I no, that's your fault. You're the one who broke Jeremiah it. Bro- Jer- Jeremiah broke the grease gun. You broke the grease gun. Like Jeremiah. I was I was making it and then all of a sudden you said, hey Jeremiah, and you startled me and you made me drop it, and then it exploded. You, no, Jer- Jeremiah likes grease. I just—that's all. That's all I have to say about that. I was—I was, I was going to try to fix a trampoline, but you had to—you t- t- you kept on telling me to put the grease gun down. And then also, when I was wanting to make that little fire in your garage, you told me to stop doing that. You were really being—you were being a party pooper that day. I'm sorry that my gosh, trying to make a fire in a garage. I would have been controlled. I said something. We would have put <laughs> control. You can't just. There was no fireplace in there. You just wanted to put it like in the middle of exactly. Middle of and also, you broke it. You just started exploding stuff and like lighting stuff on fire. Yeah, because I was trying to make a fire. I was gonna like break down that table and turn it into firewood. Jeremiah, you're very resourceful. I am. That's one thing the ladies say. You say, I say, hey, ladies, and they say. Hey, Jeremiah. And I say, what do you think about me? And they say, you're resourceful. That's what they say. <laughs> they say you're resourceful. Yeah. Well, I guess when I did say, like, outward lies, there's other things that, like, when, uh, there's, you know how last week on our podcast we had a uh, Buff Butch on, and mm-hmm. he talked about, like, Derek Jeter being a better fielder. He still insists upon that Derek Jeter's a better fielder, and then he's already, he's gotten other Yankee fans to, to agree with him. What well, is their opinion? That, I mean, that is wrong, but it's their opinion. It's not really a lie. Once again, you sound like a fool. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't sound like a fool. He is a fool. 
We, we just need to know. We're going to start calling him Fool Charlie. That doesn't rhyme or anything. That's not I know, true. but it's just, it's, you don't like outright lies, so I'm just going to tell the truth. Fool Charlie. Fool Charlie. <laughs> All right, well, it's been, a, it's been a nice episode. I hope you guys follow us on all kinds of social media going on. I don't think I'm a fool, but Jeremiah is. But uh, follow us on Twitter or whatever, and uh, have a good one, guys. Yes, and uh, uh, tune, just tune in next week. We'll be talking about some other stuff next week. Probably a little bit more basketball. Probably a little bit more baseball. We didn't have any football this time, so we'll we'll be sure to have some football next time. But thank you for listening. This has been Sports Etc. with Jeremiah Weintraub and Fool Charlie Vogel. Oh my goodness, oh my